you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. For thousands of years in cultures all over the world, there have been stories, legends, and folklore about water spirits, mermaids, and sirens. From what I have found, the earliest mentions of mermaids are from Assyria, which was located in the northern part of Mesopotamia around 1000 BC. It is the story of the goddess Atargatis. She is the goddess of the moon, feminine powers, fertility, and water. And she was worshipped about 4,000 to 3,000 years ago. According to the myth, Atargatis fell in love with a mortal shepherd, and because she underestimated her divine powers, she accidentally killed her lover. And distraught by guilt and heartache, she went to the lake with the intention of drowning herself. But the powers that be at that time would not have her and her godly beauty die over a mere mortal. And so, Atargatis grew a fish tail and was instantly able to breathe and see perfectly underwater. It is said that during the years she was most worshipped, she had a temple made out of gold and that there was a giant statue of her also made out of pure gold and diamonds. There was also a pool in the temple filled with living fishes, and worshippers had to swim through the pool to get to her altar. You see, water is the element of emotions, and Atargatis went through a transformation due to her heartache. And till this day, Mermaids hold the elements that the goddess Atargatis has. Those are healing powers of water, irresistible beauty, magic, and connections to both the moon and emotions. Although many people use the terms mermaids and sirens interchangeably, there is a difference. When we hear sirens, we usually conjure up the image of a half-human, half-fish creature. This creature usually has the head and torso of a woman, and instead of legs, a fish tail. But originally, according to Greek mythology, a siren was said to be a half-bird and half-woman creature who lured sailors to their destruction with their song. They were depicted as having the head and or upper torso of a woman with wings and the legs of a bird with claws. They were beautiful, impossible to resist if you heard their song, and very dangerous. The story goes that before they were sirens, they were actually Persephone's handmaidens. And when Persephone was abducted by Hades, the god of the underworld, Persephone's mother, Demeter, the goddess of harvest, ordered the handmaids to quickly search and find her and rescue her, 
and in order to help them complete this task, Demeter gave them wings. The handmaidens looked and searched everywhere, calling out to Persephone using their sweet voice, but Persephone was not found. And because the handmaidens failed to find Persephone, Demeter, in a state of rage, condemned them to live forever as sirens far away on rocky islands, singing their song with the power to put the body and soul in a fatal trance. Even in Homer's Odyssey, there was actually no physical description given, only that their song led men to their death. And ever since then, two aspects still remain the same. One, their song leads men to their deaths, and two, they live out at sea. We can get a better idea of what they look like thanks to historical artifacts such as vases, perfume bottles, and some mirror decorations. It wasn't until sometime during the medieval ages where sirens became known to be half-human, half-fish creatures. And it was also during this time that mermaids and or sirens were considered an agent of the devil as well as a symbol of deceit. They were often depicted on church furniture, holding a fish, which symbolized the entrapment of the soul of the Christian that was drawn to sin by charms and flattery. Since then, mermaids were seen in a very negative way, and were even considered a bad omen. Some even thought that their presence meant that a thunderstorm or a hurricane was coming. From what I have found, birds were associated with death and water. And this is because ancient Egyptians believed that we were made from both physical and non-physical parts. The Ba was a representation of the non-physical parts, and it was described as a half-bird hybrid after death. It manifested just at the point of death and was said to represent the whole of the deceased qualities and another part of the soul would have to cross the waters of a lake to reach eternal life. And Isidore of Seville, a Spanish scholar and bishop, wrote that sirens have both wings and claws, or talons, because sexual desire both flies and wounds, and they live amongst the waves because the waves gave birth to Venus the goddess of love. Ultimately, sirens are meant to warn us of the dangers of temptation and distractions of all kinds. Mermaids and stories of all cultures are known to seduce, punish, grant wishes, and reward humans. But they don't just live in the ocean. They can also live in any body of water in rivers and lakes, for example. And because mermaids are known to have powers, and given that their element is water, it is said that they can bend water with their hands and mind. They have the ability to boil, freeze, 
and her cool water. Over time, mermaids were also confused with water spirits. Water spirits also reside in all bodies of water, including ponds and fountains. And like water, they are powerful and unpredictable. And that's what makes them both frightening and wonderful. These beings do not like to be contained and are also known to shapeshift. But one of the biggest differences between mermaids and water spirits is that out of the two of them, mermaids are more friendly and water spirits are known to be more mischievous and are most commonly regarded as evil spirits. A really well-known water spirit and or deity throughout Africa, Haiti, and the Caribbean islands is Mama or Mamiwata, meaning Mother Water. She is known to be the most powerful, beautiful, protective, and dangerous water spirit. She is the bringer of life, fertility, sexual energy, fortune, luck, and love. And she is often depicted as a mermaid, a snake charmer, and or a combination of both. She is also said to have long black hair, is light-skinned, and has the ability to walk the streets in the form of a gorgeous woman. Unfortunately, she is sometimes regarded as an evil water spirit, and is both feared and respected. Whenever there are misfortunes that happen at sea, she is usually blamed for them. But just like other deities, she is an immortal spirit that personifies polar opposites. For example, beauty and danger, wealth and destruction, health and disease. And just like the ocean, she can be both dangerous and or serene. Some of the stories told about Mamiwata is that she is usually around the shores of the ocean and she will abduct men and women while they're swimming or on a boat. And if the goddess thinks that the captive is worthy, she'll return them to shore with a changed attitude towards spirituality that can often make them rich, attractive, and famous. There are many people near Haiti and Jamaica who have reported seeing mermaids, having been abducted by them, and having come into contact with these water beings. Even some Greek and Scottish families today claim that they are the descendants of mermaids. And this is because there are a lot of tales, no pun intended, that mermaids used to trade their tails for human legs and would marry humans. Some legends state that if you find a mermaid's comb, you take it, and if it was meant for you, you will be graced with fame, fortune, and wealth. But if it was not meant for you, then you'll start to go insane 
and it will bring you a lot of misfortune to the point where you'll be begging the mermaids to take it back and for their forgiveness. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com and or follow us on social media on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond and or on Instagram at lauralavender.mv. And lastly, if you have any questions or if there's any feedback or if there's simply anything that you just feel like sharing, you can email me at lauralavender.mv at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.